0: Derek Destroyer, and Merry Christmas to everybody that's listening to this. If you are not with your friends and families, just let you know that there are people around the world that are there for you. Now, let's get on to this, this episode of Beyond the Yard, and I can't believe we're doing it on Christmas, and hopefully it's on Christmas. Hopefully, we don't have any technical difficulties. Man, I just watched right there. But anyways, this, this episode, we have a guest, a guest that I don't think I thought I was going to ever have in the show. And I'm just excited to bring him out right now. Now, you might have seen him in MEBW. You might have seen his workout videos. And just to let you know, this man has been a new man ever since the years has passed, especially 2020, because 2020 is a year that changed all of us, especially for James Fury. Now, James Fury, he has traveled to Iowa to do some shows, traveled to North Carolina and New Jersey and he might be the next big thing in professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome James Fury. Hello. How are we doing, my man? I'm doing great. Better than ever, man. How about you? Pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm just glad to be back and be on the yard. I just like doing these talk shows, even though it's not like an actual talk show. But if I have a chance to talk to anybody, man, that's just great right there.
1: Yeah, it is great, man.
0: Yeah? how how How's your 2021?
1: Uh, my 2021 has been, you know, it's, it has ups and downs for real, man.
0: You know, right. like, but overall,
1: though, it is good. And I'm looking forward to uh, going into 2022 a new person.
0: Right. I mean, I respect that, too, because I, I could guarantee that other people could agree with you. They want to walk in 2022 as a new person. Maybe not as a new person, but with better as how they entered in 2021. Maybe they didn't have a good year, but hopefully they could have a better year next year.
1: Yeah, that's how I look at it.
0: All right, James, are you ready for the upcoming questions that I'm about to give to you? Yep, I am ready. All right, here we go. First question, what got you into wrestling?
1: What got me into wrestling? Well, let's see. So back when I, I would say when I was like, nine or ten years old. like just, out of nowhere, just, I was watching this on a box TV, and at first it was, like, criminal law, something like that. No, Law law and Order. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay.
1: Law and Order, and then out of nowhere, the channels changed, and then it was SmackDown, and it was Randy Orton versus Great Kali. It was, like, 2012. I think I was not, I forgot what age I was, but all I know is, I believe it was 2012, and it was Randy Orton a great Kylie. and then once I watched that I'm like I am now a fan of wrestling Like I knew since that day that's what I wanted to do and then I watched like every episode of Smackdown and then I think the intro back there was like so damn I heard, I, heard I know like In the intro hits
0: <laughs> you know like the intro hits like even though at the time when we were watching it it, it wasn't that great but remember it back now it, it just has a different feeling now you know
1: yeah, back then, back in the days, like the in- I like the
0: intros back in the days because it just it just nostalgic for real. Especially um, Nickelback when he sings um, I forgot the song Burn It to the Ground" for Raw. Yeah,
1: it's, it's all good. But uh, other than that, to sum it up for real, uh-huh. after I started watching that, I wanted to do like my own like backyard wrestling federation in my backyard and just uh-huh. have fun with that. But little do people know though, my dream wasn't always to be a pro wrestler. Like yeah, it was. I kind of I kind of lost hope throughout time and time like, and I, my Okay. Mhm. And then I wanted to be a therapist instead of a pro wrestler. But that changed obviously. That <laughs> that only changed that changed because MBW may be more serious about wrestling. Right. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to be a pro wrestler and I'm going to make it big. That's what that, got me into wrestling. That's good.
0: Maybe if you know you wanted to be a therapist, maybe that could have been your gimmick. You know, To for the price Hell, of one.
1: No, I'm (laughs) I'm just kidding.
0: I don't think that's ever again. Even if it was, I don't think it could be pulled off unless you could actually pull it off, you know?
1: Yeah, man. It's not for everybody, for real. Right.
0: No, but the match that you're talking about, Rennie Orton versus Great Khali, it was indeed SmackDown August 12, 2011. 2011? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, more. Oh, that's been more than 10 years. About, yeah, more than 10 years. Hey, That's crazy. I was watching that in 2011, not
1: 2012. How do you that's feel about crazy. that?
0: That, I didn't even know what that, that's actually something nice to know 10 years ago, man. Right. That's crazy. Right. No, but so tell me, tell me more about your MEBW career, like especially the early. Your early times? My
1: early times, I was very, very green, as in, like, I was just wasn't good at what I was doing. I Mm botched a lot, messed up a lot, and I was very, very hard on myself about a lot of things. Like, if I had a bad match, I was hard on myself about it, and I was hard on myself about matches up until, I mean, to this day, I feel like I still am. Like, I have to have the picture perfect, at least decent match for me to be pleased. Like, for me, when I'm having matches, it's hard for me to please myself sometimes because, If it's it might be a good match to others, but then to me I'm just like, man, this match ain't all that. I'm just like but I would never tell nobody that I just be like in my head, like, this match ain't all that. But my next match I'm gonna uh do better. That's my mentality. If I had a bad match in my in my opinion, not others' opinion, then Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make it my my mission to go into the next match and make sure it's a great match. Like but my experience overall at MW was good up until the end, you know, things happen. Mm -hmm. And right. then, You know, I got fired from the company, and I I took that as a a shot at redemption, at a a shot at reinventing myself, my character. And at that mm-hmm. time, I was losing my hair, you know, and I made the ultimate sacrifice, the decision to shave it off and start be a new version of James Fury. So. Mm-hmm. Once I did that, I traveled on to Ohio to wrestle for a backyard wrestling company. Then I went to North Carolina to do a, like this little pro show. I think I don't even know what you call it a pro show, a yard show, whatever. India, bro. India. And then I went to um, okay. New Jersey to do a show over there with EBW. And mm-hmm. all the guys were amazing, really, really good people. It really opened my
0: eyes a lot more about like wrestling itself. Man, that's good. The farthest I ever traveled was North Carolina. I don't know if you heard of my journey when I traveled to TWF to have my dream match in Caution.
1: Yeah, I I heard of that. Well, to me,
0: I I never experienced anything like that. Like, sure. Because MEBW, like, to me, like, you know, like huge, like, you know, it's a success. Has, you know, great talent, great storylines, you know, great matches. And they're up there. But the one thing I do want to say
1: okay well one thing i do want to say is like to any backyarders that's like listening to this it's like i'm not like shitting on like yard or yarning or yarding or anything mm-hmm. like that but i do want to say that if you do want to be a pro wrestler like just just stop have your retirement match sometime soon whenever you're ready actually a retirement match like near when it's like time to hang it up as in like when it's that age to become a pro wrestler whatever age it is for everybody else but i just learned that a lot of my days of backyard wrestling it was just to have fun for real like i wish i was oh never yeah that serious mm-hmm. and just think about it now like it just it didn't mean anything it was fun and it's it's my origin it's part of my origin but it just has no meaning it didn't get me money was i getting pay to do that no Right. And when I go be a pro wrestler, those guys look down. Some of the guys look down on that stuff and be like, "Oh, what what, the, what is this?" So it's like, really, to me, it's like no payoff to it. Just you just do it to have fun with your buddies. That's it. But right. the guys right. out there that don't want to be a pro wrestler, have fun, be safe,
0: keep it safe, and that, that's that's my advice for you guys. Man, I actually like your statement because I, I mean, me and my friends, we created ACW. Like, like you said, you know, it's not for money to have fun and because you know in back in school we weren't i guess any group you know like you know how there was like the rich kids the jock kids you know whatever yeah there there was all those kinds of kids and at the time there was like no youtube group of kids because nowadays you know you some high schoolers make youtube videos but we we were kind of like the kickstarter of that so we made it we made our own youtube channel we decided you know what if we just do like trampoline moves but we actually made that into a wrestling channel, so we actually had fun. And the thing I love about it that I never regret is that we created ACW is to bring us together and just to have great memories and have fun because that was that that's the whole point about it.
1: You you were very right about that. Man. That's the whole point of it. You Start bringing it together as a family and just like wrestle, eat out afterwards, like just stuff like that for real. Right. But and like, get to know each other, deep, like get
0: to know other people as well.
1: Yeah, that that is very true. That's one of the, my favorite things about wrestling is that you get to meet more more and more people as you go. It's different people, different personalities as you go. But back to what I was saying, the last thing I wanted to touch on with the backyard thing was that uh mm-hmm. when you're a pro wrestler and you've been wrestling for so long, like it's like you're not gonna be looking back at your backyard wrestling. You're just gonna forget about that. Like, don't get me wrong, sometimes I might look back at it only on the funny moments that I just thought it was just hilarious. Oh, yeah. but that's true. Oh, sure. That's it. Everything else, I'm not looking back at that stuff. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll never look back at it. I'm just going to look at my, my pro career and be like, that's that's the new wave. I'm moving on to bigger, better things. You got to mm-hmm. sacrifice some things for the greater good. And I sacrifice backyard wrestling so I can move on to a the bigger picture, the real deal, the bigger stages.
0: Right. Because to me, I saw backyard wrestling or YouTube wrestling as, well, Maximus Roman told me in his episode of Beyond the Yard that... Uh what was he going to say? Crap. Oh, yeah. I consider, you know, backyard wrestling as my teenager's years, you know? How I spent my teenager's years.
1: Yeah. And I can relate to that, honestly, man. Even though I'm basically still 18, but, you know. Right.
0: For sure. I mean, I'm 18, and, you know, I mean, I still yeah, I'm 18 did 18 some backyard still action. Right. Because, I mean, if I – If I wasn't, like, you know, involved with, like, I know backyard wrestling isn't really much wrestling. It's just, you know, just kids having fun. I mean, I guess, you know, that's one way of saying it, just having fun. That if it didn't, if I wasn't, like, a part of it, even though it wasn't, like, actually, like, pro wrestling, even though it was kind of, like, mimicking it, but not really. We just, you know, used our imagination, just had fun. I don't know how I would have done. I don't know how my life would have been, you know, because that was part of our childhood. Even at the start, that was a childhood. Like, at your first, when you first had your, you know, backyard match or whatnot, it might not have been good or whatnot, but, you know, it was in your childhood.
1: Yeah, I can remember my first ever backyard wrestling match. Like, I used to wear a screen mask because I I used to be insecure about my face. Right. So I'd wear a mask so Uh so nobody could see my face and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then I, I eventually start to grow to, like, like my face like i, uh, I it was a little insecurity thing and i was you know i start showing my face in wrestling matches and then i overcame that and started showing my face well, that's the right. little things that people don't know though for real and that's one thing mm, most people don't know
0: right that's good because what i like about you know youtube wrestling or backyard wrestling is that it, it kind of feels like especially our backyard wrestling kind of feels like a show pretty much it's a show i mean i don't think there's other ways of putting it but just a show Like, even though, like, like how you said earlier, like, some guys make it to, like, the big leagues. Some guys don't. To me, even though I don't ever make it to the big leagues, because I don't know if I'm sure going to be a pro wrestler or whatnot, because it depends how my career path goes or whatever life takes me. You know, if I'm ever, since I'm, you know, uh, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm sorry. But since I'm on YouTube, like, that's just good fame to have, even though it might not have good views or whatnot. Just something good to look back to, even though if I... I'm 30 years old or if I have a kid, you know, if I show it to my son or my daughter that, you know, I traveled all the way to North Carolina just to wrestle a kid on a trampoline, you know, it was just for fun. Like, that's just something that I want to look into, you know, like experience.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. I definitely understand that. And then um, the last thing I do when I touch on back wrestling, then we can move on to the next topic. We've been talking about
0: back at wrestling. Yeah, I apologize. Sorry, it's just, you know. Yeah, it I, was was Like you about said, about origin. Wrestling. Okay, anyways. Let's yeah, move on beyond last, that. Let's move beyond that. Look,
1: the last. I want to say one last thing about oh, it. Oh, go right ahead. So, yeah. so fans know. So anytime I wrestle a match, that's like my way of coping with life. Because sometimes when I go through things and I'm in a, and I'm in a high, like, let's see. If I'm in like a main event match, I'm gonna say main event match, man. I would wrestle like my life depends on it, man. And like I respect that's that, why, though. that's why uh a lot of fans will see me at MVW very very emotional after a win or like a me crying or something like that and dramatic because that shoot that is real. And that's how I feel. So I just want the fans that's to know good. that. Like I wrestle with my whole heart. Like like I'm going to die. Like that's my last match. Right. right let's move on to the next topic though. All right.
0: Any future projects that you want to try to work on for next year? <clears throat>
1: future projects is I'm going to work on my pro wrestling debut. I think that's, I think that's going to be around like late 2022, though. It's going to okay. be in 2022 for sure. Right. But when I graduate, I'm going straight to the pro wrestling training at the House of Truth, train my ass off, and then uh, my gimmick. I was told not to really work on the gimmick, but, like, at the same time, I'm just like, man, fuck it. I'm just going to work on my gimmick and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have this gimmick idea. It's it kind of, like, it's based off this movie that I like that's really good. It's called The Collection and The Collector. Okay. I don't know if you heard of that. But um, I just recently bought the mask, and it's supposed to go with my character. So I'm going to act like him, but I'm also going to split personalities and put my own, my own kind of ideas into it along with the character from the movie because – I see way too many talented wrestlers like pro wrestlers getting lost in the shuffle on the indie scene or maybe even like on the big stages getting lost in the shuffle, even though they're very very talented, but mm-hmm. their gimmick is like it, it's probably like stale and like the fans are like, uh, like they like you, but they're not that interested in you to like the stay to stay onto you onto you if that makes any sense and I want to have a gimmick to where like I'm very interesting. I can't get stale, and if I do get stale, I'm going to switch it up to something else to keep the fans interested, because Mm -hmm. I have, like, a very, very sharp eye for pro wrestling, and I watch these podcasts, I watch all those interviews, and I I really, really understand this, so if I'm boring, that means I'm not going to get anywhere, it don't matter how talented I might be, I have to be entertaining, Mm -hmm. the fans have to invest in my character, invest in me, and want to pay to see me, like... If I say, think about it like this, if you go to a show and fans pay, if, if you get like a large chunk of fans pay just to see you or something like that, say, for example, Brock Lesnar, he sells out arenas alone. John Cena, he sells out arenas because he's a draw. For That's, real. that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Their gimmicks are over. They, mm-hmm. they have over gimmicks. That's what I want to do. I want to be like, I want to be that guy to where, like, you see me on the car, like, Oh, I'm definitely buying that. Oh, James Fury is on the card. This guy's on the card. Or mm-hmm. even other the other guys, too, depending on how over it is. I want to buy it because they're on the card. Let's go, guys. And they bring their group of friends and stuff. That's how I want it. I don't want to get lost in the shuffle. And I, I don't think I am, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I'm going to be on that. Well, because
0: what I heard from an interview, like, I think it was, like, somebody asked the wrestler, what advice would he give to, like, young wrestlers or athletes? They, like, I forgot the wrestler, but he said something about, like, kind of, like, do whatever it takes to, you know, get over. Like, just you have to make yourself interesting because if the fans drive you know, about it, then you got their hook.
1: Yeah, you got to be unique from all the other wrestlers. Like, this is the thing. You can, be, you can be garbage in the ring, but Joe right. Gimmick can make up for it. That's the thing. Or it could be the other way around. You can be talented in the ring, but your gimmick is just garbage. Mm-hmm. But you're still good, though. Like, it can go either way. And, like, I, I don't know, man. I just see what far too many talented wrestlers that haven't made it big or anything yet or anything like that. And it's literally, I feel like it's just because the gimmick. I'm not sure, man. I, I, I got to put the puzzle pieces together on all this. I'm still doing my studying. And I'm still
0: learning. Mm-hmm. That's true. You may be garbage, but, like, it's something about your character that the, that the fans love. And if you could do something that, you know, defines you and the fans love it, then keep going for it.
1: Yeah. Like, here's a perfect example. Like, I disagree with this. I disagree with this, but I'm going to say mm-hmm. some some fans think that Bray Wyatt can't wrestle. Like, his in-ring work is terrible. I think he entertains me, at least. I, I like his, his wrestling. And but his gimmick, people freaking love his gimmick, but they don't like his wrestling. I like his wrestling, I like his gimmick. His gimmick is just man, it's above this world, and his wrestling is good, right? But other people just like him for his gimmick, not his wrestling. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get at, you know what I mean? Your yeah.
0: gimmick can make up for all that wrestling in the ring, mm-hmm. yeah. Cuz I mean, like, well, the wrestlers are there, like, for example, John Cena um he's good on the mic he's good in the ring but like sometimes like i i believe everybody knows about this sometimes he likes to call his spots you know too loud and he's heard but like you know people don't like you know get offended with that they just you know take a laugh out of it but you know they still like yeah. his
1: work yeah john cena he's amazing he's entertaining like people like the rock he can't be healed because they're too entertaining when he was hollywood right. rock and he was healed we were supposed to be healed he got nobody over because he, he was, he, the fans was cheering him. Nobody For was booing real? him in the crowd. Every right. time he cut a promo, he was getting cheered, man. uh uh-huh. huh. He, he, I remember Rock versus Goldberg. I think the fans were starting to boo Goldberg because of how over the Rock was. And that match was meant to put Goldberg over.
0: I know. I remember that.
1: Yeah, they were boo He got them to boo the other wrestler. That That proves to you how over the Rock was.
0: I know. Like, first, you know, like you said, you know, like, he wasn't interesting. Maybe at first he was, but.
1: Yep, he was not interesting at all, bro. That gimmick was just, man. It didn't, I like, don't know it how to the feel fans. about like, that friends
0: didn't dig it, if that makes sense. They digged it at first, I think. Right, they did. I never really watched debut. all that old school
1: stuff. Mm-hmm. But they did. I think they did it at first, and then they started. I think he started getting stale, and then you are like, "So you know what?" Skip they all did that, Nation man. of Domination. Rocky died.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nation of Domination was. I like that. I that was. I really like. Yeah, that for a lot. real.
0: I I thought they kind of did like a reboot, or like not necessarily reboot, but to me, I like the Hurt Business on the first go. Oh well, yeah, Hurt Business. I love the Hurt Business. For real, like that's cool. Like MVP. Like he wasn't like. A full time wrestler, but even to see him as a manager and like you know bringing, you know Bobby Lashley who had like a feud with Rusev with Lana and like people, I don't know they were not digging it as much. Then you had um Alec was it Alexander Rusev? I think I'm saying his uh, name Cedric. Wrong. It says yeah. Cedric Alexander Shelton Benjamin and all uh, Bobby Lashley did MVP. Yeah, like those stars they weren't like up there, you know, like they're kind of like what mid carters or they were like even on. They up, were still
1: really, I, I messed with
0: them. Oh, true. But it's cool that, you know, they get to shine w- once they were at MVP because to me, after they were like the next national domination because they were kicking all kinds of ass.
1: That is true, man. That is very, very true.
0: But I mean, in your opinion, let's say you're in a big league, right? Yeah. It could be WWE, AEW, Impact, whatever. But if you get Release. i don't know if it's on purpose or accidental like how would you feel about that? like what would be your reaction oh honestly my
1: reaction would be like if i if i were to get released that tells me that i wasn't good enough to the company and that i need to prove to myself that i can be better than i was before so i can prove to that company that i am good and i am what i say i am and i mm-hmm. can do the things that i tell people that i can do and what i am capable of cuz you got to like think about it like this if you if you like don't get released that means like you're valuable to that company that means that company values you and that means you are some type of some type of draw at least some type of draw or may or may not i don't i'm not sure how that stuff works oh they have like you know
0: future plans for you
1: they have future plans for you and now only that, they, they know that the fans are behind you. Actually, I take that back because the fans was behind a bunch of guys like Keith Lee, and mm-hmm. they just got released. But all I know is that if the company has faith in you and think that you can carry their company for the next few years, they're going to keep you around. But if they have zero faith in you, no hope whatsoever, and you're just there, you're going to be
0: gone, fired. Right. And what do you say? Does that does that kind of hurt your reputation or would you just say like, you just need to step up your game better?
1: It wouldn't hurt my reputation at all. I looked at guys like killer cross, like Mm -hmm. I mean, carrying or killer cross. Now he's killer Mm -hmm. cross, but that didn't hurt his reputation. I'm sure that gave him a shit ton of more motivation or really strive for real. And he, he's very talented and he's one of my biggest motivations and has been one of my biggest motivations since 2019. Mm -hmm. But other than that, like, I would feel upset if I got released, like very upset. But I'd have to also look at like I wasn't doing my job enough. Then that that's what it means. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I feel like it means. Other people have different opinions, but I feel like if I get if I were to get released, that means I
0: wasn't good enough, and I have to just up my game. Right, that's good to hear. S- since you mentioned that, since you're in school right now, I believe you said you're still in school, right? Yeah, I'm still in school. When you graduate, like what what wrestling schools are near you? Like what are they?
1: The only wrestling school that is near me is uh the school called House of Truth. Okay. Uh, Scarlet Killer Cross's wife, she she trained there. Zach Gowen from the WWE, former WWE superstar, he trained there. Alex Shelley, he's trained there. Uh, what's that guy named Juice Robinson from New oh, Japan? Yes. He trained there uh let's see who else there's a couple oh yeah dust i think his name is dan hansen okay some something like that he he trained there he's from ring of honor and a couple other guys trained there but Mm -hmm. uh getting trained by truth martini uh that that is i've heard that it's a great experience and i can't wait to train i know it's not going to be easy and i'm i'm prepared this is my life i would die for wrestling and This is one obstacle I'm going to have to overcome. I know it's going to be hard, and I know that
0: it's going to be tough, man. I just – I know this. Yeah, I figured because what I learned from life is if you think you're training hard, working hard, putting those hours, there might be someone else that are doing more effort than you are or something like that. I'm not sure if that's true, but, you know, try to
1: motivate. And that's how I look at it, man. Like, this is my life, bro. Like, wrestling is my life. I cannot – fail i cannot fail this train i have to get past this training like Mm -hmm. i said this is my life my everything i worked so hard to get to this moment man I, i waited years and years to get to this moment man i've always wanted to be a pro wrestler i just never knew if i had it in me since day one but now i'm very confident that i do have it in me and i'm very very confident that i have the ability to even make it to the wwe make it to maybe impact to make it to aew I think that I have the it factor to mm-hmm. one day make it to one of those companies, or maybe even go to all of those companies at some point. But I really feel like I can I can do it because I have enough confidence, I have enough faith that I can
0: do it. And I I like your story there, because we all know um I forgot um Matt Thunder's um actual pro name, pro wrestling name.
1: Out of understand. respect for wait 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 out of respect for him, don't don't bring that up. I don't No,
0: I know I'm trying to say his like wrestling name.
1: Yeah, don't say his wrestling name, just out of respect. Okay, like, even though people I probably already know it, just yeah, just don't say it.
0: No, I'm but not I, sure I, if he's okay.
1: If he wants right. people knowing that for real. It just uh, you know, just mm-hmm. just forget about it. Right, that's good.
0: No, but what I'm trying to say, like to you, like let's say like you and I were good good friends, right? Yeah. And I always wanted to experience, you know, people make it up in the big leagues like around the friends i have they're they're not really making like big dreams like they're not trying to like whatever oh, i don't know how you say it i apologize if i keep messing up my single words but like i like i like your your steps of your career you know how you have to go you know to school it's like just like if i have a chance to actually see you process your dreams and yeah. one day you actually make it in big leagues that would be awesome because like i could say that i knew that guy you know i had a chance to talk to you and see you throughout those years of, you know, working off and, you know, making it up there, that's just great because, you know, deep down, I could just say that, you know, I witnessed somebody that I know made it up there.
1: I appreciate that a lot, man. And Like, I think it's it's not impossible at all, man. Nothing in this Mm -hmm. world is impossible, shit. If you want to become president, president, you can become the fucking president, my guy. Anybody Mm -hmm. can, as long as you put your heart into it. You can do anything. If you want to become this jack Bill guy, you become this jack Bill guy. If you want to have six-pack abs, if you want to cut bulk or do any of that stuff, you can do it. If you want to run track, you can do it. Nothing's impossible. But the the problem with the world is that we have a bunch of sheep that will sit there and tell you, like, oh, if I can't do this, then that means you can't do that. No, I can do this. And I'm going to show you that I can do this. And that's what I've been doing for the past few years, showing people that I can do these things and shocking the world, shocking people that doubted me that I can do these things. I can go out and travel out and do my thing, you know, and entertain right. entertain my fans and stuff. And I'm very, very grateful for the good fans that I have. There There's some weird ones out there, but the ones that's actually like cool, supportive, not weird or anything like that, mm-hmm. I strongly appreciate. Those fans and my message out to everybody out there to have dreams, similar dreams, is that if you fight for your dreams, man, you'll, you, you, you will get very, very far. But one thing Daniel Bryan has said that I will always stick with for the rest of my life is if you don't fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. So even if you want to give up, your dreams going, it's going to surround resiliency going to kick in and this is going to be like, you're not giving up, buddy. And you're going to keep on striving. You're going to keep on going because that's what I do every single day. No matter how hard life gets, no matter how many dark moments I have to go through, I'm going to keep on going. I don't care how many heartbreaks, how many times I've been sad. Man, I've been through it all, betrayals from friends or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I want to keep on going up that mountain no matter how many people betray me on the road, no matter how many people double cross me. Or anything like that, man. I'm gonna
0: keep on going, man. I respect that. That's that's some good. That's a good statement right there. I'm just speechless because, you know, life may be tough on all of us. There might be people that you know are you know negative to us, but that doesn't mean we should give up just because they don't like what you're trying to do. They don't want you to achieve your dreams. That doesn't mean you have to listen to them. If you put exactly. the heart and soul behind those dreams behind you if you put those wheels emotions, you could bank it up there exactly
1: man a lot of people always thinking it's, it's impossible or it's too good to be true no bro it is possible you can do it if you want to become a celebrity i'm a mega star a model mm-hmm. you can do it man like literally for me everything bad that happens to me is just pure motivation mm-hmm. anything bad in my life that happens like I remember the death of my uncle. His name was Larry. Like, I always say that in my post sometimes. Like, for Larry or something like that, or put it on my attire, it's because, man, meant a lot to me, bro. And -hmm. I'm going to always remember him. I may even get a tattoo of him one day. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But a lot of people ask, like, what does T T I W I A mean? Just stuff like that. It means the top is where it's at. And I rep, I will forever rep that. Mm -hmm. I will forever rep that for the rest of my life.
0: Because it yeah. means so much to me. Like, I remember when you got, you know, that that tat. And that was, that was pretty cool. Because, you know, I got to, like how I said earlier, like, see you throughout those steps, those process. That's just pretty cool. Because not, not a lot of people know what your tat says, just like, how you stated earlier. I like I the mysterious was...
1: factor to it, also. Right. That's another thing yeah. I do love about my tat. It's like, it's mysterious. And then, uh, not only that, when I do post, or, like, when I post highlights or, like, any clips... It's mm-hmm. like a now. Some people might not notice, but it's always like some type of hidden meaning behind why I posted it or behind it. It's always some type of mysterious factor nice. to any of my posts, and that's what yeah. I like. Right, right, man. That's how you keep. That's how you yeah. keep them interested. That's For that's real? one of the key ways on how to keep people interested and intrigued in you and invested
0: in your character. Mhm. Just like the great, the great late. Roddy Roddy Piper once said, Just when you think you know the answers, I change the questions. <laughs> I like that. For real? I like that. Now I feel like a lot of people could have got over it, you know, back then compared to right now. I mean just this you know how society is, you know.
1: Yeah, man. it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Some people right. go through a bunch of like character changes just to find out who they really are. Mm-hmm. And just like what uh, Killer Cross said, sometimes you got to go back to where you where you were to
0: find out who you really are. Right. Even sometimes like I, in your dark moments, you could be able to find who you are. Yeah, that is very, very
1: true. That That is the most truest shit ever, because in my dark moments, that was when I really found out my true potential in life, what I was capable of.
0: Uh-huh. But... You just have to, you know, focus on what's the future. Never look back. I mean, you could look back sometimes, but the main focus is I will never the look future.
1: back, man. I will always look forward and keep uh-huh. on going uh-huh. no matter what. And I'm just going to keep on going on
0: the gas, no brakes. I like that. Like, to me, since, you know, I'm a galloper and I'm a jockey, like, in a horse race, you know, you don't want to look back too much because, you know, you want to look what's on your future. Sometimes I'll look back. I mean, I'm using this as speech. I'm not saying this like I'll use this in actual race. But I'll look back to see how far I got in. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stop here. I'm going to keep going forward. Okay, okay. I like that. Because the future isn't here. I mean, the finish line isn't here. The future is the finish line. And what we're doing is what to get us there to the finish line. I like that. I like that a lot. <clears throat> I
1: mean, and I like uh-huh. When I work out and stuff, like, mm. sometimes I work out angry as hell because it just helps. And then right. not only that, like, it's also a coping mechanism. And that's for everybody. I'm speaking for all the guys out there and even girls. Uh-huh. But <laughs> another thing is that um, when I, when, when, you got to think about this. When you work out, man, you can't be going in there Working out, like, dude, 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 talking with your friends and stuff like that. Oh, what's up, man? Oh, the, having a whole conversation. No, quit that. Stop. Just stop. You for go real? in there like you a World War II. Ain't no talking, bro. You talk for one second. Hey, bye. Then you start working out. Next time you talk to your friend is when you get done working out. Because when I'm training, I'm training to fucking die, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm not going in there like it's some carnival ride. I'm going in there to fucking die, bro that's the point of my training because
0: mm-hmm. the gym is what you know helps you build up like for example like i seen your body transformation and like there's a huge improvement like i want to like fight this guy like in the parking lot no sir but you know like how i how i'm saying earlier like you seem interested you know especially with that body physique you have you know you, you have what it takes but you're not stopping there like you're gonna keep going and get more bigger, hopefully, and you know, you're gonna be like an unstoppable force, the next big thing in professional wrestling.
1: Yeah, man, I do truly believe that like this is not no cocky me being cocky or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but I really do truly believe that I can be the next big thing in professional wrestling that I will I will go into extreme heights as long Mm -hmm. as I put my mind and just passion into everything I do, which I will. Right
0: sure like how you said you don't want to be cocky but remember like you could use that as confidence because there's a difference between being cocky and being confident that okay okay I, like, that, that is very true like when you're working out let's say like you know uh, like i don't know how you work out like i thought that you talk to yourself maybe you do maybe you don't i don't know how people do it but like maybe you could like self-talk to yourself like you could say that you know i'm gonna be the next big thing you know you're not saying that. Sometimes I do talk to myself. Okay. Sometimes I do talk to myself mm-hmm. when I
1: work out, but it's right. not, like, loud talking. It's, like, yeah. in my head or just mm-hmm. silently, like, oh. Like, it's like, short, short words. Like, say if it's, like, I, I'm not – I'm very drained from lifting, and I'm about to, like – because sometimes when I'm working out, I just get this random, resilient, like, adrenaline booster, like, out of nowhere. It just – because I only, only get these moments when I think about, like, the pain I went through, and then mm-hmm. I just start – lifting more and more and more so no matter how, how much that shit like fucking hmm, I wouldn't say hurt no, no matter how tired I am I'm gonna say that no matter how tired I am and can't lift no more cause I be shaking like, I be shaking
0: I'm just like I can go two more for real but that's cool that you got to you know have a different body physique you may have different look and you have big plans next year And we just have to wait and see what happens in 2022. Yeah,
1: man. Like like I always say, pain is what makes us who we are at the end of the day. Without pain, without sacrifice, we have nothing. And that's just a fact. And then now that this world is not, it's not, we have the strong and we have the weak in Mm -hmm. today's generation. Well, not just today's generation, but it's just in life. Mm -hmm. And only... Only the strong will survive. The weak they get they get hit by one rocket, they're down. The strong mm-hmm. they get hit by multiple rockets, they keep getting back up. They don't know how to give up. Right. And you can and it it's it's very, very much possible to go from weak to strong because mm-hmm. I used to be weak. That's the okay. thing. I used to be one of the weak ones mm-hmm. where I get hit by one rocket and I'm just out of it, man. Not too many people come back from a heartbreak. And start working out and change their life around. Not too many people like that. Some people they get heartbroken, they get life just knocking them straight down, and they're just like, "I give up, man," and just continue with life. Nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Imagine being the same version of yourself for years and years, and hasn't and nothing about you has changed at all. Nothing about your appearance or just anything. Me. I changed. I reinvented myself, and I was, I was reincarnated. That that's what happened to me. Because you want to know why? Because if it wasn't for pain that I had to go through in 2020, man, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be as motivated to work out. And that's right. just me speaking with brutal honesty. I wouldn't be as motivated. I w- I would be lazy in the gym, and I wouldn't be working out with pain because I have no. You gotta think like this, guys. Guys and girls, women. When when you went through stuff, you have a reason to work out. You have a why. You have your whys. But people that has life handed to them, they're happy all the time, and, and they just they didn't go through anything. They don't know nothing about real pain. They don't have a why. That's the reason why they're not as motivated as I am to work out because they don't have no why. They're handed everything in life, and they 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 don't have to work for it all or anything like that. There's people out there like that, man, that actually got they got they got it all. They born rich or they just born into a happy happy family where they like, they love them and stuff. They mm-hmm. don't got to really work for anything. You know, stuff like that. Me, you know I, mean? I got to work for everything. I got to I got to buy my own deodorant, buy my own food, my steak mm-hmm. and everything. I buy everything I own, my shoes, Xbox, all that, man, TV, they all that. There's not a single thing in my room that I do not pay. I pay for my own acne stuff for like my face creams, my shaving products. I shave my head with a real blade, not a razor. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the same thing, but it's a blade. Like it's a blade blade and it's very mm-hmm. sharp. But, uh. Um, That's that's what makes me who I am, though. And that's what's going to motivate me for the next couple years until mm-hmm. the day I die. And I'm not stop. I'm not going to stop working out to the day I hit the grave. The day I start working out is when I hit that grave and I'm dead, bro. But other than that, bro, to wrap up what I'm talking about right now, because I want to up, I can go on and on. Right. Uh-huh. Anybody out there that's going through a, a hard time, you're losing friends, you lose you lost a girlfriend, family member died, bro. Don't stop working out. And if you and if you don't work out, start working out and make a change. 2022 is around the corner. And, I, and all my brothers and sisters out there, I'm rooting for all of you. And I believe in every single one of you. Fight for your dreams. Fight for your goals. And change yourself. Because no matter, no matter who may tell you, you're not all that. No matter who may tell you that you're ugly or anything like that. Trust me. Throughout my middle school and elementary days, I got called ugly all the time, man. All the time. I felt As that. Long, you can, it, You don't have to be the most attractive person to make it in this world. Just so you know, mm-hmm. you you can have the most beautiful appearance. You All you got to do is put on a suit and you will look great. Put on a suit or just alter your appearance and you will look like a million bucks. Don't matter how you don't matter how you might look. You will look like a million fucking bucks as long as you just alter your appearance just a little bit. Even if you show a
0: smile, you know, because smile shows. You know,
1: smile. Yes. Smiles, personality, all that. All you have to do is alter your appearance and work out, hit the gym or something like that. And I promise you, 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 will, you will find the one one day faster. If, if not, but everybody finds the one at some point. But that's not the point. The point is pain is what makes us who we are. Pain mm. is what motivates us. But it doesn't motivate everybody. Remember that you cannot wake up and you cannot save the whole world. I have tried to save other people, but it doesn't work. This world is not meant to—it's you know, not meant to save everybody. Only a selected few can be saved. You can save them, and they will listen to you, and pretty much be like, you know what? I, I am going to make a change. I'm going to be a better version of myself this year, and I'm going to start working out. I'm going to do these things, make my own business, all this stuff. Now, the final thing I'm going to say to sum this up is that I—I I don't agree with the non 5 life. 100% mm-hmm. I don't. I don't agree with that. And I don't want to live that life for the rest of my life. I'm living okay. it now so I can get my money up, then I go be a pro wrestler, and then right. whatever life takes me from there. Because I love acting, and acting okay. is also one of my side hobbies that I like to do. Because I have for an audition real? in January. So wrestling and acting is my top top two priorities. Well, top one priorities. they they both in the same category. Mm-hmm. But um, one day I want to be able to work for myself, you know. What I mean, and motivate the world. And uh, I plan on making a TTIWIA brand to motivate everybody, kind of like the Rocks hit, the Rock Project. I think it's called the Project Rock or something like that. Yeah.
0: The shirt you yeah. sell,
1: and when you and people wear it to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. I want people to wear TTIWIA to the gym and be motivated. I want that to become like something big, and even make like a pair of headphones that say TTIWIA on it. You know? Like that would be badass. But. Ultimately, man, anything is possible, guys. Just remember that. And if you want more motivational stuff, man, follow me on the Instagram James Fury with that two me, we'll eyes. It'll be down in the description. Yep, and then uh, if you want to stay tuned with like my wrestling and stuff, it's on
0: there and my YouTube channel. That's good to hear. And just to some, just to wrap things up, I just want to say this. Even though this was from a movie. It's not who I am underneath. It's what I do that defines us. Batman like Begins, 2005. I like Christian that a Bay. lot. I like that a lot. Cause to me, like when I watch the Dark Knight trilogy, like you know, it shows Bruce Wayne in pain. You know, like he lost his parents. In the second film, he lost, you know, the person he loved. And the third film, you know, my my parents was hurt' always physically supportive either.
1: So i uh, mm-hmm. like. Like, the thing is with me, like nothing thing that motivates me is that my, my mom wasn't always the most supportive, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, with my wrestling, when it comes to my wrestling, at least. And that, oof, man, that, that hurts. But, I mean, I look at it as motivation, man. I don't I don't expect her to, you know, support her or anything like
0: that. But mm-hmm. it's, it will always be motivation to me. Right. But if you like it, if you love it, that's what matters because it's self-love. Self-love is everything. That is
1: very true, man. And all, and always know everybody and every all my brothers and sisters know your fucking worth. Know your worth. This is your life. Your fucking rules. You go by your rules. You work for yourself. Don't mm-hmm. don't go by anybody else's rules. That's life. Wanna, I just want to tell all the, everybody that and yeah, man. This is your life. Your rules, man. Mm-hmm. Get out of the nine to five. Save yourself. Get out of it as soon as possible. If you got the opportunity
0: to get out of it, you need to get out. Explore the world, you know. Do what defines Explore you, the world. pretty much. All right, James, I just want to say thank you for being on this episode. Hopefully on Christmas, if it's uploaded on Christmas. Thank you for being on this episode. I just feel honored for you to be on my show. It's just, thank you. Like, no other words, but thank you.
1: No problem, man. And if this is on Christmas, Merry Christmas, Brothers and sisters, hope you have a blessed holiday.
0: And any last words before before you head out? I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. That's That's fine by me. And hopefully everybody enjoys this episode. And don't forget to check out his info. The link should be down in the description. And follow his journey because nothing is stopping him until he reaches to the top. Even when he reaches to the top, he won't stop.
1: Goddamn right about that, man. Stay tuned, y'all. And y'all have a good night. Thank you, guys.